shopping malls. They're dying. But boy, howdy, do we love them, of course. They're the center of attention when it comes to zombies, young love in anime, and potentially your entire childhood of not having anything else to do, so your idea of fun is going to buy stuff with your parents' money. Talk about a blast from the past, am I right? Today we're going to be talking about a movie centering kind of around them all, kind of not. Words bubble up like soda pop. Let's take a little gander. And welcome back to the I Married We podcast. Thrilled to have you. This is the podcast where a married couple talks anime. It's your favorite anime podcast. From what you've told me, you wouldn't be a liar, would you? I didn't think so. We can't thank you enough for tuning back in. As you heard in the intro, we're apparently talking about, I think I said, a movie that's about them all, but it's not about them all. I don't know what you're supposed to get from that. But it's it's a fun one. And we'll definitely uh, get a little bit into that. But first, let's kind of lay down the law here. Pretty recent. Came to Netflix July 22nd of this year. And has a director of uh, another beloved show that we kind of enjoyed here. Your Lion April. We've got Mr. Kyohai Ishiguro. Good dude. I think a track record of Your Lion April will, will get people watching your stuff. This one seems to be relatively popular. I... It's, I think it's probably very proper to be on Netflix because it's not, I don't know, it's a pretty good introductory anime. It's a little wacky, though. As far as the art style goes on this one, you're going to love it because there are just the entire box of crayons is being thrown at your eyeballs. It's very experimental. And sometimes it kind of, uh, not saying in a bad way, but the art almost kind of resembled early 2000s flash animation on the internet. Mm. Uh, it gets a little wild sometimes, but it, it was very entertaining as far as watching it. Music was pretty good, and uh, we'll definitely kind of get more into that. But the basic premise of it is, Danielle, would you, would you care to tell us? Sure. So we have two young teenagers, Cherry and Smile. And Cherry works at, which this mall has everything and anything in it. Seriously. There's like a, a senior's daycare is what it seems like but um cherry works we find out later his mom worked at this senior place and cherry is volunteering in place of his mom taking care of these seniors during the day and then we have smile who is a year younger than cherry and she is like a social media influencer yeah, she came off pretty strong with that at the beginning of the movie when she's live streaming and you see all these people staring at her. She's being a little crazy in public. And that made it real. It made it very real and it made, um, I'm going to make it sound like an old man, but it made the future seem very scary. Because at some <laughs> point you are going to walk into a mall and there will be, you know, a good solid 20% of the people all live streaming their lives. Well, don't you feel, I mean, we live in the Chicagoland area, which there are influencers, but I feel like if we lived in L.A. or places in California, you might see that more often. Yeah, maybe. Then maybe we do. We're in we're in the Chicago burbs who's influencing around our area, you know. So the story kind of follows these two. They stumble upon each other quite literally, well, shoved into each other. Yeah. The classic, oh, I accidentally have your phone and you have mine kind of sets them up to reconnect. And then we get this cute little 
what becomes a blossoming romance. Oh, and, how fun. And not only that, I, I think what I enjoyed more about this movie is both of them obviously going through that awkward teenage stage and they're trying to be more comfortable with themselves, which is the biggest hurdle, I would say. That's the name of the when game. When you're a teenager is just being comfortable being you. Exactly. It's very, uh, it's very tough when you're like a main character and you got these big buck teeth and you got braces and you were totally fine with it. Your friends mentioned that in the movie, but suddenly you're not okay with it. The human brain, she's a fickle one. Mm-hmm. But don't we all, we've all got our, our quirks. So yeah, if that, if that story sounds like it's something you'd want to watch, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Because uh, from here on, it's spoiler time, baby. <laughs> there ain't no stopping us. And I'm going to quickly go back to the, the swapping of the phones part. She was literally live streaming, gets oh, bumped yeah. into, <laughs> grabs her phone and acts like she wasn't live streaming. It's like she would have known because she would have checked, but then we wouldn't have a movie, would we? I know. I did think about that, too. Exactly. I definitely do not want to get too far into this. Without mentioning the lovely sponsor of this episode, which is Toy Attack. You can find them on Instagram, toy.attack. Highly recommend. Collectible shop out of Cypress, California that's got anime figures, pop figures. I believe I've even been seeing sports cards. You name it, this dude's got it. So I highly recommend following him on Instagram because that's actually how I just recently purchased a uh, figure from him, which came in the mail. That said... He's also working on a website, which will be coming soon, and you'll be able to uh, check out his inventory, hopefully, and uh, to also purchase items, and that is going to be toyattack.shop, so just keep your eyes peeled on that link, and get to buying some nice merch, because that's what we do, so you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you do want to see us actually unbox and uh, take a look at this figure that I did just purchase, be sure to follow us on social as well, that's going to be... I Married a Weeb Pod on Instagram. We've also got our Discord, which can be found at imarriedweeb.com. You can also hear about us through your friends. And if your friends don't know about us, well, I think you should probably tell them if they watch anime, of course. It's kind of weird if they don't, you know? Why would you want to hear? Anywho, also got TikTok. I know, it's the devil, but we did it. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to get this podcast out there. And uh, if that's what the kids are watching, that's what the kids are watching. So basically if you're not an Instagram person and you still want to see these unboxings or little videos we do, they will probably make their way to TikTok. So we've started that and that's just, I married a weeb on TikTok. TikTok. There's nothing more cringy than saying TikTok now. Yeah. I feel yeah, there's, there's just no winning with that. Is it like algorithm to you? Oh God. Algorithm. <laughs> Everything's an algorithm. Algorithm now. and viral. I need this. I love when a company's like, I listen, we're trying to hire you so that this post goes viral. Like, shut the hell up. (laughs) But with all of that uh, plugging aside, we do truly appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. And now we're just going to, yeah, we're just going to talk about this dang movie with two characters that are uh, just a little bit not liking certain aspects of themselves. Cherry with, I think, a pretty common one, not wanting to, you know, speak up and talk in front of people. So he wears, and and just loud noises in general. So he's always wearing these headphones. These dang kids and their Dr. Dre beats. (laughs) And, you know, he's he's a very good dude. You, You kind of figure that out right away because he's not just working at this, like, 
uh, senior daycare for just some pocket change. He's actually taking it on because his mom, who works there, uh, got slightly injured. I think it was her back. And he took over like the good son that he is. And then as we established, Smile is an adorable girl who just happens to have some buck teeth. I mean, people, you're going to have quirks. Get over it. But that's actually very hard to do as a teen. Goodness gracious. And the funny thing is, people will pick on you with certain things. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I had some longish hair and some somewhat circular glasses back in the day. And people used to call me Harry Potter in school. And I remember that made me so sad. I didn't like that very much. Oh. Even though I was a Harry Potter fan. Because then you grow up and you're like, wait, why the hell was that making me sad? That's that's pretty dope. (laughs) I like Harry Potter. Shouldn't that be a compliment? Hmm. But, you know, hormones are raging. Your brains are getting all scrambly gobbly gook. And you don't know what's going on. Yeah. You just want to be accepted. Absolutely. The mall in this and kind of a main contributor to the story is that this mall was actually a vinyl pressing production plant, which is pretty cool. You don't see that often in an anime. Oh, and young kids, we're talking about vinyls, like vinyl records. Oh, no, no, no. The young kids know about it. They brought them back, remember? Oh, that, that is true. I do see them now all the time. Yeah, you go into- Hey, I'm just making sure. What's that one store at the mall that's huge, that's got the clothes- I'm describing every single store in the world. (laughs) Urban Outfitters? Yeah, maybe it was Urban Outfitters. I think they sell records and stuff I think they were one of the first ones and, well, yeah, they have like retro things in there. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they came back because it is a very pure form of audio. You're going to get some great high quality music on those puppies. It's not digital, baby. It's (laughs) etched right in. And uh, it's a very fragile, which we find out later. <laughs> yes. Oh, a little precursor. <laughs> but then it's turned into a mall. And that reminded me heavily of uh, the town I grew up in, Elgin, Illinois. Why are you giving me the eyes? I didn't know if you wanted to. Make I grew it. up there. I'm not living there. That's true. It's true. All right. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to put Elgin on the map, honestly, because it's low key a stunner of a town. True. And I can just hear the listeners now. Please, please tell us of Elgin, Illinois. Well, I got to tell you just a quick couple quick facts. I know it's boring and it's not anime, but the street sweeper, you know, that vehicle that's over there, you know, with the brushes going and cleaning the streets, invented Elgin, Illinois, you know, Elgin, Illinois. And actually, that brand is still seen on many of those. Pretty impressive. Oh, were they also the most accurate time takers in the Midwest? At a certain time, yes, because we had a pretty famous watchmaking facility downtown Elgin, uh, which eventually got crumbled, which is very sad to see. It's like, just at least keep it and make it a museum or something. I don't know the story, but anyway, Chicago would actually call on out to Elgin to uh, double check their times because they had the most accurate measurement of time. And also... Uh- Insane asylum where you got to have uh, posters on the side of the road. Don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, that was one thing growing <laughs> up. You'd see these signs, do not pick up hitchhikers. I'm like, oh, everyone must have that. And you realize, no, it's because there's uh, a pretty famous insane asylum mentioned in the hit book, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Listen, Elgin's been there and you've known about it, but you just didn't know about it. All I've right. never done that. I wish we were sponsored by them with how much we just talked about it. But <laughs> anyway, that, that, that was just kind of uh, sprung on because 
one building turned to another. And unfortunately, it didn't get turned into a mall. It got turned into rubble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of going back to the art style on this one, the colors. Oh, my gosh. We went from no game, no life to this. Very yeah. much the same with that punchy palette. This is essentially Rainbow Road, the movie. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be times where you actually stop focusing and you're just looking. And uh, naturally, that kind of makes for a very unique look along with the animation style. They did get very, it's, it's nothing out of the park, but I, I found it very cute and cool when they were, once they had kind of figured out the whole phone situation, they were trying to get to know one another a little bit as she figured out he is writing these haikus, which by the way, do we all remember writing haikus in school? I don't. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, I just remember that. And it's so, it's so funny because everyone knows, oh yes, that's the five, seven, five syllable count uh, poem structure. And it's like, where does that come from? Why do we all know that? Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you anything else about poetry, but it's very tough in the movie because it's based on the Japanese syllables. So the subtitles aren't doing the five, seven, five, but who cares at that point, right? Yeah. That one unfortunate bit, not being able to know Japanese and appreciate it in its original form. Absolutely. That's okay. I can read it. Although haikus aren't necessarily meant to rhyme or anything. And I think that is why I don't like haikus because they're like nails on a chalkboard to me because I feel like I'm so used to poetry. This is a hot take. Sorry, but I just, I just don't know if I like haikus and uh, I didn't like many of the haikus, but one from this movie. Interesting. Okay. If I'm a, if I'm gonna be real here. Be as real as you can. I thought they were interesting. They used it as a storytelling device. Most of the haikus in this are kind of pushing the story forward. And apparently um, the young delinquent that the main character Cherry is friends with is just fine to literally tag anything. This dude is putting haikus everywhere. Little obnoxious. Yeah. Where is his parents? Okay. Yeah. And he is running from the security people in this mall, but then has a hideout on the roof. How, how do they not know about this? Here's the deal. (laughs) If you think that that's wacky, I like that the kid dropped an entire story and a half on his skateboard and still kept going. Well, I do love, so he does that, Mm -hmm. but then he, they animate him with that like shivery, shaky skin. When he hits his feet. So, cause, cause you know, like this dude, is gonna have some. Br- I've seen stuff on Reddit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that turns out really bad, like this. So in your mind, you're like, uh, "This isn't gonna end well." And of course, it's anime, so it does. But they give you that little the shiver, mm-hmm. the ghibli shiver. I remember yeah. that heavily from uh, Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's one of my favorite details when she's touching the yeah. the goop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say, because the the whole point I was actually just trying to get to, um, but you know us, just getting absolutely everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> is the fact that as they're getting to know each other and they're talking, there's an awesome little sequence that goes split screen and you see both perspectives of the characters at the same time. And you see him smiling as she is doing her uh, streams and then he hits like, and then she likes his haiku on his, you know, Twitter knockoff. And then he smiles and it just brings you back. I love just thinking about the, the good old days. I remember yeah. getting in my car. I had just met Danielle at school. And this goes, this will date it because this is when people were using Facebook. But I got in my car and boom, 
Danielle wants to be your friend. I was like, ooh, wee, look at that. <laughs> it's good to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually very happy. And I'm not saying that Danielle doesn't compliment me often. But uh, we were doing the Asana unboxing video. And I think you looked at you like, you're very photogenic. And I was like, hmm, that, <laughs> that compliment's hitting real good right now. Yeah, you're, you are. You, you know how to present yourself very well on photo and film. Here's the deal. It's 100% confidence. That is true. That's I'm not confident. I am very much a cherry in this situation. But you should be confident. Look at you. I am woman. I am strong. <laughs> I am woman. I am strong. <laughs> yeah. I think if, if dudes got complimented just a little bit more, that's why we got to lean into our bros. I don't know if you've talked to or if you see a group of guys together and they're all hyping each other up because who else is going to do it? You that know is true. I mean? You need your bro for that. Absolutely. The boys. Uh, aside from that, though, um, I'm not going to say that it's it's certainly a movie worth watching, but I don't think that this blipped any uh, heartstrings with me, really. It didn't. It didn't do much that makes me think, oh, wow, I would totally watch that again. And I don't know where you're at. Um, so one of the things I wanted to mention is I was not loving this movie until a half hour plus in. Oh, sure. When I think it's after they accidentally do the phone swap and they're walking home or walking away from the mall going home, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And he says that first haiku to her and she says... Oh, that it's cute. And he's asking, well, why is it cute? And she's explaining, oh, well, I like this part of your haiku and your voice is cute. And then you kind of, he like goes all red. It's, it's cute. See, Um, now I'm angry. That should have been my, that could have been my segue into talking about compliments, but I, I, it happened too soon. (laughs) I picture that whole spiel right there. Continue. (laughs) Um, So I thought that part of the movie is what kind of got me hooked on the story or I was finally interested. Maybe not hooked is not the right word. Sure. But I think my heartstrings were pulled more, possibly because I'm married, obviously, to the love of my love. Oh, I owe you. (laughs) And uh, the story and finding out with that older gentleman who Cherry accompanies a lot in the senior center trying to find the record of who we find out is his wife and he's just wanting to listen to it one more time. That actually hit me more like when he was kind of going in and out of his delusional state. And he's like, I just want to hear it one more time because I want to remember. I I'm actually like getting choked up right now because it was so sad. (laughs) No, absolutely. There's, there's of course a big push on the young love happening in this movie, but I think the big strength is, uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Fuji something. Because you know what? what? Shame on Mal. They only have Cherry and Smile <laughs> under the character. So yeah, I'm like, seriously. I'm sure if I go on IMDb or something, they're on there. Yeah, IMDb. Uh, Fujiyama, Mr. Fujiyama is, is who it was. And he's got a record store. And yeah, I think his love with his, uh, his wife was much more of the heavy hitter love of this. And that's what we cared most about when it came to our main characters. Yes, I love them to death. But my main reason for liking them was so that they could help uh, Fujiyama Mm -hmm. because he's a sweet guy. He has no volume control, which is a perfect, (laughs) uh, complete opposite to Cherry. Mm -hmm. And it's just good. And what and they call him Cherry because his 
last name is Sakura. Mm-hmm. Our favorite tree. Oh, the Sakura tree. <laughs> we'll never get out there in time to see those. But we also don't want to because it'll be way too busy. It is very busy when you go. I can't wait to go back there. Mm-hmm. I say it every time. We bring little girl. Little girl. Little girl. Walk in the streets. Little beep boop. In the deet deet. In the deet deet. No <laughs> kidding. But yeah, it was a, the coming together of the characters was sweet. Um, the relationships in it are great. I think all the, the living situation for Smile is very confusing. I believe it was her sister's. At first, I'm like, is this a dorm? Like, what's going on with the setup? But then they're having dinner and it looks like it is a family. Yeah, I am Uh, not. That was the biggest mystery of the movie, honestly, because she's walking home and she goes into her home and it seems like a normal size. And then the scale like turns into Asana in SAO when you find out how big her house is. It's like there's some kind of time warp here because Asana Yuki. Yeah. Love or hate that show. (laughs) She's one of the best girls. Is that two episodes in a row I've brought up SAO? SAO is life, right? Um, And honestly, I don't, I didn't expect too much from this movie. I think it was a very clearly experimental thing. That's the name of, that's the word of the day apparently today, but. This film was actually a co- commemoration. It was a 10th anniversary uh, kind of like project for Flying Dog, which mm. is a subsidiary of Victor Entertainment. It's kind of like their animation and music uh, production house oh, or whatever. Interesting. So it being kind of that special thing, I don't think that there was too much of a push of like this needs to break down the barriers. I think it was just a showcase of just how you, unique and uh, interesting that they can tell a story. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where this gets points. It was certainly unique. Not oh, yeah. necessarily in the story as we kind of, kind of, I kind of wrapped on that a little bit, but like, okay, another anime movie, Young Love. Oh my gosh. But luckily there's not too much drama in this. Mm-hmm. He is going to be moving away, which is like so classic, but you don't, you don't care about them enough to, it's like, okay. Well, oh, they, I care. I, again, I cared more about the record. I cared only because I didn't, there was, they didn't explain enough, which is fine. Sure. I think I've, I mentioned in a previous episode where now being a more seasoned anime watcher, Look at you. I don't necessarily always need to be spoon fed every single thing, but you know, Cherry's mentioning, well, he never really mentioned a smile, which was actually kind of a douche move, but, but I wish I knew where he's moving to. Is it 20 minutes away? Is it towns away? That's true. I guess it wouldn't be so dramatic if it was 10 minutes down the road. Yeah, right. Like I just, I'm assuming it's a big move. They have that truck and the movers. Well, I guess you would need that even if you're moving a little bit away. But I wish I had a little bit more to go on because I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but we get that confession at the end where he does the haikus, well, the haikus that he has written, because now he's trying to get over his performance anxiety. Which he gets up on stage and starts belting it. And I will tell you, that was my one super annoying moment. Mm. If he just did like four or five of them, that would have been such a cute thing. It was but a little this too much. dude is like ripping and ripping. I think I turned to you, I was like, okay, let's wrap <laughs> this shit up. It was a little cringy. A little, yeah. a little too many haikus. Glad he was getting over his fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very happy about it. Uh, just not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes it's kind of like when someone's telling a joke for too long and it's like you had the joke in the first five minutes 
Yeah. This doesn't need to be a 20 minute joke. Absolutely. You know, anywho, he does this whole confession. You get the end credits. Lovely. They start to roll. And then you get a little shadow of them, like having a little smoochy smooch. It was cute. I'm fine that I didn't have to see it. I'm happy it happened because it was cute. Finally, a delivery. But where is this romance going after this? I'm moving. Well, you're going to have to wait for the (laughs) sequel. Words bubble up like Mountain Dew, sponsored by Pepsi. (laughs) Is Mountain Dew Pepsi company? I was just going to ask you that same question. I don't care enough because I that's capitalism and I don't really care to know the brand. But what I will say is it does bring up an interesting point. It's not that interesting. But the pop versus soda versus Coke debacle. Where you are in the United States determines if you call soda or pop or Coke. And my boss at work actually goes, oh, yeah, no, when I was a kid, we called every, every uh, pop. We just called it Coke. I have never heard that yeah, before. Right? Hey, I'll take a Coke. Which kind of Coke do you want? And it's like, whoa, whoa, you sound like a drug dealer first off. But, <laughs> so I've actually, I got a little bit of a heat map here. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's quite accurate as far as Northern Illinois, where we're at. It is pop. Mm-hmm. We call it pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go down kind of a little bit more south, it's saying, according to this one, I'm not taking this as gospel, but go a little bit more south. You're going to get more of that Coke and a little bit of soda. Going up towards Maine, a lot of people up there saying soda, I guess. Southern Illinois soda. And California seems to be a soda kind of spot. Interesting. And I don't know if this thing would ever uh, include it. But we've got some people out there apparently calling it soda pop, such as the name of this movie. Well, that's what my question was. I've heard people call it soda pop. So where do those people land? Apparently in Elgin's very famous mental (laughs) ward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you talking about my soda pop like that for <laughs> that's the kid from uh i know who calls it soda pop the main character from fast and the furious tokyo drift i have a feeling he that southern boy would call it soda pop i you, i you, yeah i could see that you drift your cars like that well i'm gonna need one soda pop to get <laughs> ripping with you you know what i'm saying anyone from the south sorry about that <laughs> uh but you get what you get. That being said, if you had to pick one of the main characters that you could relate with as far as this phobia thing goes, who would you pick? Is it more physical appearances for you or is it more how you are perceived by others? I guess both are that type, but hers is more physical where his is more just not wanting to get noticed. Yeah, I definitely relate more to Cherry because I have a fear of saying things, which I'm surprised I can even do this podcast. Granted, you people don't even know how many cuts we do to make sure that we don't sound like dumb dumb. I'll but tell you what, sometimes though, when the feeling's right, we can one and done it. And that's had a very nice feeling. The past couple episodes, we have not had to stop once. And it that's was just it. We're getting closer and closer to the availability and the proper uh, mindset to be able to actually uh, record visually live and or live stream it so that, mm-hmm. that'll be fun not going to make any promises because every time i do i go against it <laughs> I, you know i've done that enough but sorry continue um i yeah so cherry you know he as we see in the movie is so embarrassed to read his haiku out loud and i feel the same 
I hated high school. I hated speech class. I hated <laughs> doing presentations. Kill me. I wanted to die. Oh, okay. I hated it so much. Um, and yeah, I just don't like, even if I'm super confident, like with what I wrote as a speech, I didn't like the feeling of other people thinking that what I'm presenting might be dumb. Sure. So, um, yeah. You can't please everyone. No, but I would just feel like everyone would be judging me. It's still like to this day, very hard to, um, you know. Oh, I get you. And I got to say, it's probably in the majority. I think that's everyone's least favorite class when it comes to uh, community college or any of that. Speech class is a brutal one, and it, which, which doesn't make sense because you know for a fact when you're in that class, you can't even listen to what people are saying because you're so nervous about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yet you don't just think logically and go, well, then everyone else is in that same boat. So it doesn't really matter what I talk about up here. At the end of the day, I think people's opinions don't really matter one iota mm-hmm. eh. i think the one reason why it's easier for me to do this podcast and even if we did do it live or live stream whatever people aren't i don't see the people watching me i can kind of put it off do you know what i mean that's true you don't have that one guy who's in the front row who needs to look <laughs> like he's attentive so he's just staring at you yeah like the fan club of uh when we watch Kakegurui. Oh, yeah. And he's the when the one popular girl on the student council's got her little <laughs> nerd gang. <laughs> nerd gang. <laughs> so but good. yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a very relatable tale that's being told here because we've all gone through it. Uh, hopefully we all get through it just as the characters do, because frankly, sh- life is a little too short to hang on to little stupid shit like that. And uh, that kind of is where it serves its purpose. I think this is more so a visual spectacle than a feeling spectacle. If you mm-hmm. want feelings, that's that's for his other uh, directorial mm. experience, mm-hmm. the Your Lie in April and whatnot. Exactly. Very good. I'd, I'd say it's definitely a pass. No, ooh, see, that's tough. <laughs> I almost said it. it's definitely a pass. I mean, like a passing grade. I think it's mm. good. Uh, watch it once. It's not that long. Hour and a half is like nothing. It's one episode one and a half episodes of a you know an hbo show like one that was very disappointing near the end what's that one with the dragons i know game of thrones <laughs> which what's so good about uh, game of thrones is danielle kind of when we first met she didn't really like and there's nothing wrong with it i, I think that using sex as a, a plot device when it's unnecessary is very stupid so we had kind of started game of thrones at one point and we watched like one episode, maybe even two. And Danielle says to me, she goes, I don't think I need to watch another episode of that. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to, but if you're not into it, that's fine. I'll watch it on my own. She goes to work the next day. I'm at work the next day. I get a text. <laughs> All it says is, wait, Game of Thrones has dragons? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it does. She goes, all right, we can give it another go. <laughs> so there's one way to get over something you don't like. Mm-hmm. Incorporate dragons. Man, you want to talk about brutal though. This past year, I was trying to listen to the books to get oh, just yeah. more details. Hey, yikes. Yeah. I thought the show was bad <laughs> with oh, the sex stuff. Oh, does the just, book get into it? Um, a little bit. And then just other details too, and brutality and things like that. But That's fair enough. It was a little bit of a brutal show. I certainly liked certain parts of that show. It was great. Can't win them yeah. all. 
I, 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 it's tough, especially with things that go as long as they do. Like, think about it in your own head of like, oh, that's cool. What if I wrote one, uh, like one cool little story and it would be about, you know, it'd be about this little event and this. Now imagine an entire country going, yeah, we like that. So do it more and do it fast. It's like, uh, um, I can't even understand what kind of pressure that would be. That's why, again, Hunter, Hunter, I want more. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. the amount that has been given to me, he can just, he could quit. I, I know that. That you've, would suck, you've done God's work. You've well done, done everything you needed. Bless his heart. <laughs> oh, the so, pressure. So you didn't really answer, but do you also relate to Cherry? I think I kind of say, I, yeah, I would say more so him because I don't have the physical thing with smile. Of course, growing up, I had that Harry Potter thing. That was it. But like, I've never really been too shy about how I look. I mean, having glasses, you pretty much get used to people eat four eyes which i tell you what as long as you boil down insults like that what the hell does four eyes mean it doesn't even make sense i wish i had two more <laughs> eyes with these spectacles but no and uh you, you just kind of get over it you know I've, I've gone ahead and shortened my hair quite a bit and that's where a lot of people go with stuff it's like oh well, at least i got hair it's like i mean cool but at least i don't buy shampoo often so who's and you winning don't get here? tangles and you don't have to pay to get expensive haircuts. I'll tell you what that does suck, though, is summer is a different beast now, because if I'm not wearing a hat, yeah. Scorchtown, USA, baby. <laughs> so it's got its faults. But no, yeah, probably him, because I think I am confident talking in front of people. Uh, but certain venues, I'd probably be very mm-hmm. uh, nervous. And obviously, obviously, it's different because I'm fine with. Being in front of my friends or family. Oh, of course, but, I would hope so. Could well, you imagine? Some people that? could be like, seriously, like, I can't talk in front of anyone. We're hosting, you know, we host a party, we got a couple friends over or something, and you're trying to announce that dinner's done, but you're in the kitchen <laughs> just shaking, shivering. Uh, hey, guys, oh, 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 God. And you just disappear or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, I. And can we talk about one phenomenon in this movie? What's that? I think I told you. So Cherry does not like reading his haikus out loud, uh-huh. but he's fine with doing this traditional dance. Yeah, in, in front of the old people. I was like, now that as well. I can't do, it's not even just speaking people. I can't, I would not, unless I'm drunk at a wedding. Sure. I cannot dance in front of Oh, you, you got to. I can't. You got to let the rhythm out. Otherwise it'll get too, uh, you know. nestled up in your body and you'll explode you gotta you gotta let the rhythm flow because i recently this past year experienced a beautiful wedding my cousin's beautiful wedding it was gorgeous in milwaukee oh yeah that was very nice i was two or three months pregnant could not drink did not want anything to do with the day i cannot i need at least a little bit of liquid courage to get me on the dance floor it was very difficult i cannot I just need to loosen up a little bit. And, yeah, it's, it's, well, you know. Eh, okay, you know, dancing's fun, but. Eh. <laughs> Are you, what is the first drink you're going to have once you can? Because you weren't much of a drinker, but now that you're pregnant and you can't, oh, I've gosh, seen you. It's terrible. It. It's terrible. <laughs> Are you going to just go with wine or what's the deal? Ugh, no. Wine will give me headaches for sure. 
Unless it's like that really sweet stuff that I love. Ah, so yeah, that wine that I was just talking about. See, but like I want the people to know I can't just have like a cab. I want the listeners to know that I only drink the sweetest of wine. (laughs) It's not sweet. Keep it out of my mouth. It's basically just sugar water at the the point I'm drinking it. You're having cranberry juice. No, do you know what? I think like a margarita with a salted rim would be really good. Oh, yeah? Or a pina colada. Mojito. Oh. Berry mojito. That's actually my favorite. Mojitos. We went to Tennessee before I got my new job. And I ordered mojito. Never had it before. It's my jam. If you've never had one, it's good. And it's refreshing. It's got mint in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, can't beat mint. It's very delicious. Actually, maybe I'll have one of those. I hate the connotation with some drinks. Like, I I can handle my stuff. So I was actually at a golf outing. And, uh... It doesn't happen often. Trust me, I don't got money. Uh, but <laughs> the owner of the company I work for is there, and I go, oh, I have a Long Island iced tea. And he looks at me, Long Island. I go, yeah, what's going on? He goes, I mean, are you trying to get plastered? I go, no. I'm. He goes, that's a college kid drink. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to sip on it, dog. Yeah, I'm not going to drink five of these. And then it came in the most effeminate glass, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, so this isn't. All right. And I drank it proud. It's good. It's very good. I do hate that like men feel weird ordering a Cosmo or something because it comes in a Martina, I, Mar, Mar, Martino, Martini glass. A Martino glass. <laughs> There's one Martino out there going, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all slowly starting to um, fade away, though. I don't think. Just let me enjoy my drink and go Seriously. away. I think most problems on this planet, I don't know if I've said this before, most problems on this planet would cease to exist if people just realized, hey, you know what? Um, I, I'll do me and they'll do them and that'll be it. Yeah, we can just live in harmony doing whatever we want to do. Yeah, I want to be that guy in a Prius with 13 coexist stickers on the back. <laughs> Why is it never just one? We got it. The one coexist works. You don't need more. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I think in public, definitely, I, I don't know. I don't think you should be doing things too crazy in front of children, you know, because it, w- it could be me. Like, I could be like, man, you know what? I really love um, randomly jumping and yelling at people. Like, that's what I love to do. This is one of those cases. We don't do that in public. Yeah. We're going to bottle that one up. We're, <laughs> we're going to put a pin in it. We're going to throw that one out to see. I yeah. wonder if, that, if, people, if there are some people who are like, you know what? I just really love scaring the shit out of people. Well, there are practical jokesters. Yeah, out but that's there. not like scaring people. I no. I was on Reddit. Okay. And it was a story of a girl whose now husband like notoriously would prank her. Oh yeah. Uh like it was their engagement. It, it was either the rehearsal or the engagement party. And he brought her knowingly to the wrong place oh so they didn't even like go to the party so she never had that and he was like a practical jokester so later on fast forward they're married they have a child and it's newly in the stages of this child is born and he one day like he was very helpful for weeks whatever and then one day it was just like a switch and he did not help her at all didn't talk to her, whatever, whatever. And then he ended up telling her like, 
you know, I don't think that this baby is mine. And I went and I took a paternity test and I found out that it's not. And she was just like, what are you talking about? And he then proceeded to say, oh, I'm just joking. It's like this was a three day long cold shoulder. Um, I just had a baby. What are you doing to me? I think that dude's what we like to call a chode. Yeah, he kind of sounded like it. That's There's such a some weird... crazy people out there. Well, especially the ones that go, it was a prank, man. Like, yeah, well, this this uh, this punch to your fucking dome ski is <laughs> a prank as well. Ay, ay, ay. Hey, violence is not cool, guys. No. Unless they're, you know, pranking you too hard or something <laughs> like that. Is this too much jiving? If no. it is, let us know on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Remember, imaryweeb.com. Tell your friends about it. That's where we go to talk anime. Speaking of talking anime, beautiful segue. I don't even plan these. <laughs> we finally got a show announcement that we have been waiting for, and I couldn't be happier. Oh. I posted about it, and I tagged you in it on Discord, but you still <laughs> do not participate. <laughs> got to lead by example, Danielle. I know, I'm terrible. I know, but you know what? I couldn't possibly talk about anything else except for the show, and that is going to be the Princess Connecto <laughs> Redive season two is upon us, and I believe it said in January. So that's going to be for my birthday. No, oh, very yeah, nice. Yeah, they do. Uh, should have gotten the Kokoro oh. Nendoroid. The Pecorine one is one we should get. I Ugh. like the Kokoro one more. Yeah, I know you do. She's just tootie. Yeah, she is tootie, I guess. Getting, getting a little bit of a collection over here. Mm-hmm. We need a. At least one Nendroid. Yeah, I think it's a smart move. That being said, any any closing thoughts about this show here? No, I do feel bad I went on that little side tangent there. But as I said, I wasn't into the movie at first. And slowly, it, I think it started to pick up speed. Story developed a little bit more. It was nice. Yeah. Um, wait, we'd... Whoa. What? Whoa, we didn't even talk about the most cringy and heart-crushing part of the whole movie. The record. Yes. Yeah. That They're is. not even listening at this point. The listeners of this podcast have left. Like, these, <laughs> these two aren't even talking about this movie that I love so much. But no, um, I agree. It was oh my gosh. Very predictable, though. Come on. The moment she's holding it outside in the back alley, I, I instantly yeah. was like, oh, she's snapping this mother. Oh. Uh. She's giving this one the still cold stunner the size of Texas. Oh my gosh. That I I think I told you, like, if this happened to me, the amount of mortification I would mortification. have. I would I would not be able to show my face to these people again. She was very sweet and she said sorry and listen. Listen, I would say sorry too, but I I could not recover from this. Mistakes are made. This is one of the bigger <laughs> mistakes of the movie, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, I don't know who's going to give a Kaioken times 10 double <laughs> palm thrust onto a warped record, but apparently Smile thought that was a good idea. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think this is, it's, it's a movie that's not going to, throw you any curveballs you're going to be able to predict most of it but and the seed and the record come on when they show you the fireworks on the back side i didn't realize it well not like right at first but probably two minutes later i was like this stupid album is 
banging in the senior center. Yeah, you noticed that before me. But. Yeah, because they kept flashing back to it in leading up to it at least a couple times to make you realize you've seen it before. But yeah. oh my gosh, well, that's why that I don't was... think the rewatchability is there because what mm. could potentially surprise you isn't true. Too... Once you know, you know. I did love the flashback and and talking about uh, Mr. Fujiyama's oh yeah wife, and she also had buck teeth. Yeah, and she she was. So cute. They were a cute couple when they were young. And it's just, yeah, it's just a good, good one to watch if you're dating someone. It's a good one to watch if you're married to someone who watches anime. Or, or even not. Or maybe even not. I think, I think it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. And what it's, you already have Netflix. It's free. Just watch it. Yeah. Put on your cue. Watch it when you want. The buck teeth. Uh, or at least when smiles sometimes in some of the scenes, she kind of looked like, uh, you remember in Darling in the Franks when Zero Two does that one face? Oh, yeah. And like the puff of air comes out. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that so much. I was like, you know what? I think anime buck teeth is actually kind of cute because it just looks like a little smile. Honestly. It is cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In anime. In anime. Yes. <laughs> Most things only cute in anime. <laughs> 95% of cosplay. Like cat, cat girls. Cute in anime, not very much in real life. Not, uh, <laughs> yeah. And to the cosplay, like, tails, they're so hard to use with the costume because it's got this weird metal bulb on the end. <laughs> oh, wait, is that not cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if that's where you were going with that or if you were actually, like, going to say and you went exactly where my Listen, mind was going. We're mind melted. We get it. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh so disgusting but uh oh my gosh yeah to, to not continue to ramble i think uh we could just move on to one quick last part mm-hmm. and that would be what show we are watching and we'll hopefully have an episode for soon and that's going to be re-zero after receiving our rem figure as a gift from our sponsor toy attack which again we don't need to do a second read it's not something I need to do, but I genuinely do uh, buy from him, and I think his prices are great. So that's why, of course, I'm doing this again. I'm not chilling right now. <laughs> I'm being a homie. And I can tell you, he sent me, uh, well, us, sorry, this Rem figure. And now the, the figure's a little fucked up because she looks very happy, but you realize deep down she's a little scary when you start watching ReZero. Yeah, and we watched only the first two episodes a while back, yeah. and we weren't hooked yet. Um, I mean, I was. I just, I, I think I get, I'm willing to invest much quicker than you. Mm. I just want to make sure that you're invested. That's why I just will jump to any show you want, because I want to mm. make sure that we're both enjoying it, of course. Well, and I think, too, we have had situations where we watch too many shows and start too many new shows, it's and then true. we forget about the ones that we had started before, blah, blah, blah. Uh once we watched episode three. Oh, you, you're uh, in? Yeah. And then after that, each episode just build and build and builds. And I can't believe that no one told me how good. Well, no. I think the, they were the telling internet, you. The internet was telling me. I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't believe them until episode three. Exactly. But yeah, that's been a good show we're watching. We're still on season one. I think there's three now. Yeah. So we got some watching we need to do. Absolutely. Got any recommendations? Let us know. How was this episode? Did you like us driving? Also, let us know. 
We want to hear from you because we like you. You're good people out there. And especially if you've made it to this point in the episode. I don't know how you do it. You must actually, you must like us. You care. You care. (laughs) Oh, how sweet. But I hope you have a great rest of your day and or week whenever you're listening to this. We appreciate your support. Can't thank you enough for tuning in. And uh, by golly, massive fan of you guys. And I hope that you guys are a fan of, if not me, Danielle. You can't not respect a pregnant woman, okay? She's (laughs) glowing over there. But I'm going to hand it off to you, Danielle, if you can do me a favor. Give them the old goodbye and whatnot, and then we'll be out of here. Bye, guys.